0: I'm gonna pray, and we'll get uh, we'll get rolling. Uh, Father God, I love you. Thank you for today, Lord. Thank you for uh, the pass point class, and um, really just uh, being able to come in and have a good time and uh, just talk about life. Uh, Lord, you're good to us. Um, I do pray that you would just continue to uh, not just bless us, but use us uh, in your ministry, Lord. And uh, we do pray for your blessings, Lord. But we do pray that we can be a blessing uh, to those around us. And uh, Lord, we do pray that you just speak to us today uh, from your word as we. Get into some of the um, some of the more basic uh, aspects of our Christianity with our convictions and our conscience, Lord. And I pray you really would speak to us today that you would just remove me and uh, just uh, allow your Word uh, to teach us all, uh, Lord. We do uh, thank you for your blessing on the playground, and I pray that it'd be just a blessing to HBF as a whole uh, for those things. I pray that anything that we as Passpoint can do to to help get this thing uh, going, that we would just be willing uh, to do. And uh, Lord, we do. Uh just thank you for Mother's Day. Thank you for uh just reminding us to set aside some time to uh just recognize uh, our earthly mothers, uh Lord, and uh just the mothers of our children. Uh God, you you just uh, uh I pray you would just bless them uh for just everything that they do behind the scenes that we don't ever see. And so uh, I pray you would just uh give us a good time with our moms today and uh, that you would just uh bless your word in Christ's name. Amen. All right. So, uh real quick, I also forgot um uh, one other announcement, uh, Janessa Shelton's getting pretty close to having the baby, so Paige will be sending out a... She doesn't have the baby today, she's being induced tomorrow. Okay, well, so Paige will be sending out a thing for uh, a link if you guys want to help with, uh, providing a meal, uh, one day for a couple weeks, and like we normally do for people, and they're just new to the church, they haven't landed in an, a- in an ABF yet, and we're not trying to bribe them, we're just want to minister to them, and so, uh, uh, just allow them to know, uh, that, that they're loved, the so. They're only, they're you only can send all that out in the thing. Allergy. I know, but it just helps to prepare mentally. Is um, They don't eat gluten. They're not allergic to it, but they have an intolerance to it. Um, they each have a couple like autoimmune conditions that gluten really affects. So they just stay away from all wheat grains. And so she even said, like, fruit trays and veggie trays and meat and cheese trays are awesome. Uh, I've even been thinking through it. I'm like, things like tacos and uh, barbecue and whatnot meat. <laughs> Paige, yeah, Paige can put all that in the email she sends out, so anyway, right, so just throwing that out there if you guys want to be a blessing to them, so, um, alright, so if you got your Bibles, open up to Romans 14, so we like really made a lot of ground last week as we got through two verses, so I plan on uh, trying to get through the other ten uh, to get us wrapped up for the first section of Romans 14, and... Um, one other thing I forgot to mention. So the end of this, the the last Sunday of this month is Fabulous Fifth. There will be no pass point that day, but there is church that day. There There's some things. We're all coming together at 9, and then again for Lord's Supper at 1030. So just throwing that out there. Uh, the last Sunday in May. I think it's this one. I don't know. Huh? No, you're on vacation. No, that's that's the one where James going to be on Sam's going to be on. Yeah, James and I are both on. This is going to be me, Brian, and Ron. It's the 30th. Okay, well... Alright, so uh, Romans 14, I'm just going to read through this and we need to get rocking and rolling. So, uh, him that is weak in the faith, we talked about that last week, receive ye, but not to doubtful disputations. uh, For one believeth that he may eat all things, another who is weak eateth herbs. Let him uh, that eateth, uh, let let not him, every time I read that, I read it wrong, let not him that eateth, Despise him that eateth not, and let uh, not him which eateth not judge him that eateth. For God hath received him. Uh, Who art thou that judgest another man's servant? Uh, To his own master he standeth or falleth. Yea, uh, he shall be holding up. For God is able to make him stand. One man esteemeth one day above another; another esteemeth every day alike. Let every man be fully persuaded in his own mind. He that regardeth the day regardeth it unto the Lord, and he that regardeth it not uh, regardeth not the day. Regardeth it uh, to the Lord, he doth not regard it. Uh, He that eateth, eateth the Lord, and he that giveth uh, to God, uh, for he that giveth God thanks, and he that eateth not uh, to the Lord, he eateth not, and giveth God thanks. For none of us liveth to himself, and no, no no man dieth to himself. For whether we live, we live unto the Lord. Whether we die, we die unto the Lord. Whether we live therefore or die, we are the Lord's. That's kind of the whole gist of what the section we're talking about. Verse 9, And to this end Christ both died, and rose, and revived, that he might be the uh, Lord both of the dead and the living. But why dost thou judge thy brother? Or why dost thou set uh, at naught thy brother? Uh, for we shall all stand before the judgment seat of Christ. For it is written, As I live, saith the Lord, Every knee shall bow to me, and every tongue shall confess to God so then every one of us shall give an account of himself to God. So that's kind of the gist of what we're talking about. There's a whole lot of examples in here, and I'm going to circle back around and make sense of what we just read. But we started this last week, and this, this section on uh, our uh, our conscience is the second part, our convictions. Our convictions and our conscience, right? And so every person uh, has convictions on certain things. And we're, we I don't want to... Just reteach what we taught last week because I spent you know an entire week on two verses. But the the whole gist was there are some things in the Bible that we have preferences on, but the Bible's not dogmatic on, right? And we talked about some of those things you know last week. You know. Um, whatever they may be with the music you listen to right the clothes that you wear um some some topics of today would be you know cuz everybody wants to talk about it whether you uh wear a mask or not or whether uh you uh get a vaccine or not or whether you know what were some other ones we talked about i can't even remember um huh yeah, whether you uh, recreationally uh, have a drink or not, you know, because you know, th- there's just all these different things, and so the Bible is uh, is not dogmatic on any of those things. It gives it gives you guidances on all of those things, right? And so we can get into any one of those if you want to, but but the point is, you have your own convictions right you know some people have the conviction that you know what uh, we're not going to do anything on Sunday afternoon other than do something with family other people are like I got a ball tournament Saturday Sunday morning and Sunday night so what are you gonna do about it you know and so it's nothing that's dogmatic in the Bible um, but it's it's your own conviction right and then we're gonna switch over and get into how that gets into your own conscience uh, later so we went through the first two verses last week and so he's kind of getting into the section on he's going to give you uh four different kind of examples of what he's talking about and so uh he says for one believeth that he may eat all things another who is weak eateth herbs and and so it's scriptural we kind of talked about this a little bit last week but i'm going to pick up here uh it's scriptural to eat all things right it's that's what paul uh or that uh, that's what uh the Lord uh, told Timothy, or not Timothy, told Peter uh, in uh, the book of Acts, right? He's like, it's okay to do this, and he's like, I'm not really sure that it's okay to do this because I've been told my whole life that I'm not supposed to. And God's like, uh, are you going to question me? I'm going to show you three times, and this is how it is. And you know, so God was changing some things. And you have to remember, back from last week, there was some things going on in the early church, right? You had the Jews who had been told they couldn't do certain things their entire life, intermingled in a church full of. Uh, Gentiles, who anything went whenever they wanted to, right? And so they were trying to figure out how to live godly in the church with all these different things going on. And so uh, it's scriptural to eat all things. Um, that's why we pray before we we pray. Uh, because we're bringing a foreign object into our body, right? We're bringing it into the temple. So I'm praying that this thing doesn't make me sick. You know, I kind of used an example last week of some things that we ate when we were in Nepal, And it was just like, I, this is not something I should eat. But, you know, it's culturally right to just eat what you're given and whatnot. And so, you know, nowadays I I pray before I eat McDonald's because I'm like, this is going to tear me. like this. This I don't even eat that stuff anymore. But, you know, my kids survive on it. Yeah. Man. Nick knows. <laughs> he's working with Brenton. and he's just like and a kid lives on chicken nuggets. Um That's it's- <laughs> But, but yeah, so let's, let's look at food for a minute, right? Just because that's, that's the, the, the first kind of example he's going to use, right? The Jews had come out of, uh, had come to Christ out of a religious background that said certain meats were unclean. You can read about all that in the Old Testament, right? Don't eat this, you can eat that, but then you have to do this before to make it clean and all these different things. So the Jews came from this like stringent background that said certain meats were unclean. Now all of a sudden they find themselves with this liberty in Christ. But that still doesn't make them com- comfortable, like you know, eating abroad like we did last night. You know, they're still like, okay, I might have liberty to do it, but I don't feel right when I do this. Okay, it's no different than when you get saved and you came out of a, you know, uh, a background where you maybe drank too much or did whatever too much, and so you might have liberty to do certain things, whatever it is. You might have liberty to listen to rock and roll, but. Every time you listen to rock and roll, it reminds you of the things that you used to do. And so it's all about how it, you know, it it messes with your convictions and really gets into your conscience. But, you know, God didn't immediately change their conscience on, now you can just eat whatever you want, right? He didn't just immediately change their conscience because in their upbringing, it had been conditioned, right? In some cases, a reverse conditioning is what has to happen, right? Because you allowed too much of it in the past, Right? so you have to kind of reverse condition yourself into this thing. Since you went to since you went out of control at rock concerts, now you associate that style of music with the morality of that setting. And so now all of a sudden it, it, it messes with your convictions. That's okay. But don't make your convictions somebody else's doctrine. We talked about that last week. That was kind of the whole gist of what we said last week is don't make your convictions someone else's doctrine. Because that's where you start, you know, Getting legalistic, and we're going to talk about that here in a minute. Some people even go as far as to say they're not going to listen to anything other than Christian music. Well, guess what? Christian music uh, is simply, there's no such thing as Christian music. You know, oh, we only listen to Caleb, right? Uh, So, music is music, right? Some of it's loud, some of it's soft. Some of it's classical, if you're my wife. It drives me crazy. right? Some of it is, uh, you know, music is music. It's the lyrics that are in the music that, that change things. So it's not so much, if you want to be all holier than thou and say, well, I don't listen to K Love," Well, that's not anybody. If you want to listen to Christian music, you better listen to gospel music because it's all about the lyrics at that point. Right, and then at that point you're going to say, "Well, that's too churchy for me." Well, guess what? That's so. You, you, it's all about your convictions on the thing, and so you know, be careful about saying, "Well, I only do this, and you should only do this as well," because now you're trying to tell me that your convictions need to be my doctrine, right? And I understand because the next thing you're going to say is, "Well, aren't we supposed to abstain from all appearance of evil?" Yeah, we are. But what you think looks evil might be different to me. And right, and if the Bible's not black and white on this certain thing, then don't try to tell me that because you feel this way about it, I have to feel that way about it. Right? All I can tell you is that with certain things my conscience isn't smitten. And so maybe yours is and that's fine, but don't tell me what I have to be smitten about. We talked about this, you know, last week. It depends on the day that you come in to, to the job site, what we're listening to. Right? Some days it may be Metallica some days it may be uh you know uh whatever you know the the gospel not gospel but the uh, I I like listening to worship music right um there, there's other days that it's uh it just depends and who knows what would you say Fergie Fergie I haven't dabbled in the Fergie yet but uh. <laughs> you do listen to that that Yeah that <laughs> So this is me and Tyler just getting it done, listening to Fergie. I don't even know what Fergie is, so I probably have to be careful what I say. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> and he might be getting me into something. I'm so spears up today. Oh my. <laughs> <laughs> I wouldn't say today. <sighs> uh, <yeah>. <laughs> 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 2009. Oh, so now Sam's like, easy. <laughs> easy. Appearance. You're you're right. We are supposed to abstain abstain from all appearance of evil. But just because your appearance of evil and my appearance of evil look different, there are certain things the Word of God says, hey, this is evil, and we need to agree on that. But there's other things that, you know, I I get it. And we're going to talk about this later in the chapter. If me listening to Metallica defiles your conscience, then just say something and I won't listen to it when you're around. Right? Because I don't want to defile your conscience. I don't want to make you stumble, but it doesn't mean that I can't right and so you, you just have to be careful whatever whatever it is so you know but then he goes on to say you know um, you know in a church like ours with the backgrounds diverse right there's a huge age range in our church we have people you know pretty young we've got some people that, that are fairly old um, you know th- we're really diverse right and so you're going to deal with a lot of these kinds of things. you know some people you know they grease the pig and, and some people they won't touch it and that's okay for an order like, or in order for a church like ours to, to keep from just like imploding. It's okay that we're all different as long as we're not trying to force our stuff on other people. Paul sets up the rules that guide us and guard us in issues of personal liberty. He gives us even more information about this illustration in another place, because much of the meat eaten at Corinth has been bought at uh, markets where it's first been dedicated to an idol, right? And so that's Paul Paul's talking about, you know, I get it, this is all messed up, right? By being cut from an animal that was sacrificed at the temple, right? So as a Christian, do you eat that meat or not? Or do you, you know, do you go to Doug and you're like, hey, do you have any Christian cows that we can eat? Because I don't, I don't want to eat the ones that are, you know, I don't, I don't want to eat those other cows that have been offered. I mean, <laughs> like well, I so he was like, not sure where that chicken came from. Yeah, don't eat that I, I mean, it's just, it's just kind of like, I get it, but the Word of God says that, you know, it's all clean because we're eating it unto the Lord. Right, that's the whole point. You know, we're not out there looking for Christian cows or Christian chickens, right? Because there's no such thing as a Christian chicken. Those chickens are about mm-hmm. to drive me crazy, mm-hmm. right? And didn't say somewhere, like specifically when it's talking about meat offered to idols, that like if you are ignorant of it, and you don't know, then what you don't know, you don't know, and it's clean, and you have a third conscience. But once it's made known to you, you should abstain. I don't. I can't think of the reference that you're talking of, but oh, you think I'm dreaming it. No, I think that's right. Oh. Yeah, it, it sounds right, and it's a, it, that that same thing would apply to a lot of things in your life. Sometimes you do things in ignorance that it's like, I just didn't know. I gave you as an example of that last week. I'm not going to tell the story again, right? But sometimes you did things. Sometimes you did things when you were lost, or not when you were saved. Right after you got saved, that you did when you were lost, and you just didn't know any better. But then all of a sudden, somebody turns a light bulb on. And it's like, oh, if I keep doing this. That's probably not wise, right? Like, sinning in ignorance, that I mean, it's still sin, but it's like, okay, I think God's going to have a little more grace on it. But now that it's revealed that, hey, you probably shouldn't have done that, it's like, oh, all right, I won't do that anymore, <laughs> right? And so you have to go back and listen to the table. I'm not going to tell that story again, right? But the point is, don't be out there. You're not, you're not out there trying to look for, for Christian cows or Christian meat or anything else. The point is, it's all clean, First Corinthians 8, verse 68, or not verse 68, verse 6 to 8 says, but, uh, "...but to us there is but one God, the Father, of whom are all things, and we in Him, and the Lord Jesus Christ, by whom uh, are all things, and, and we by Him. Howbeit there is not uh, in every man that knowledge, for some with conscience of the idol uh, unto his uh, hour eat it uh, as a thing offered unto an idol." and their conscience being weak is defiled but meat uh, commendeth us not to god for neither if we eat are we better neither if we eat not uh, are we the worst that's what he's talking about with you know if you're eating these uh, the the meat that was offered as an idol it's like hey if you, you it's not going to kill you but you probably ought not do it you know but it's it's not it the point is whether you eat or whether you eat not it's all unto god right the same thing goes for Listening or not listening to whatever kind of music, right? For watching or not watching whatever you you know say you can watch. I know you can get legalistic, right? And what does that mean? It means to to to, as a strict adherence to the law, you know. And and you want to pull out First Thessalonians five twenty two. I want to abstain from all appearance of evil. I I get it. And say that it doesn't look good for a Christian to do that. But uh, that's been settled by my judgment. But I'm sorry. But that has to be settled by my judgment, not your judgment on the situation. And if I'm the one that's doing it, it's not by your judgment, right? In areas, here's here's kind of the whole point before we move on. In areas of conscience, right, of like that defiles my conscience, that you're only allowed to judge yourself, right? In areas of conscience, you're only allowed to judge yourself, you know? It's okay to tell people why you think what you do, but if you're trying to tell them that they have to believe what you do on that, right? That that's that's not the thing. This, yes, sir. Matthew fifteen eleven. What does it say? Read it to me. Jesus mouth says, and he called under the multitude and said unto him, Hear and understand, not that which goeth into the mouth defileth the man, mm-hmm. but that which cometh out of the mouth. Absolutely. The that is that is the whole gist of what we're saying. That's exactly right. You know. Okay. Matthew, Matthew 15, Matthew, fifteen, eleven. You know that is that's Jesus himself. He's like you know you can put whatever you want in, right? It, but what are you letting come out, right? Uh, Meat me and bacon on my cheeseburger isn't what doesn't. That's, that's not what defiles me. Cheeseburger and a broth. Yeah, I it was it was a good night last night. <laughs> uh, what kind of broth? Cheddar jalapeno. Uh, <laughs> on top so yeah so it, it's not the it's not the bacon that I eat it's the cursing that comes out later which hopefully that's not happening but you know it, that's what's going to defile them man. the things the gossip the rumors it's the things that go out right you know Mitchell's laughing he's like picture me like you know just getting no I'm also imagining you eating a cheeseburger and while your wife's fasting <laughs> hey you know <laughs> what goes in doesn't defile me. <laughs> she didn't even know, so see that tells you, right? <laughs> his, his fellowship with Christ maybe uh, may be destroyed by his uh, being emboldened to defile his weak conscience, right? 1 Corinthians nine eleven uh, is what this is talking about. But take heed uh, by any man's means this liberty of you, yours, becomes a stumbling block to them which are weak. For if any man see thee uh, which has knowledge, sit at meet at an idol's temple, shall not the conscience of him which is weak be emboldened to eat those things which are offered to idols? Uh, and though thy knowledge shall, uh, and through thy knowledge shall the weak brother perish. For whom Christ died. The point is, okay, so it doesn't defile you, but you know that your Jewish brother over here is gonna be really wigged out if you're, you know, eating that. And so you're doing it in front of him and what you've done is you've become a stumbling block unto him. That's kind of the whole point. And so you know, so verses 1 to 2 tell us how we're supposed to re- receive the weaker weaker uh, brothers. So I'm going to kind of get into some examples here, and we're not going to get through all of them, but some examples of what we're talking about. You know, so we've talked about how we're going to receive them, um, but ha- now we're going to talk about, you know, how, how we should... Instruct them, or minister to them, or anything else, right? So we're not going to judge them because they're weaker. But now we're going to talk about. So what are we going to do with a weaker brother, or with somebody who just doesn't really know? So the first example uh, would be, uh, you know, diet—the things that you eat or whatnot, right? So Romans fourteen three says, uh, "Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not." So meaning, just because I'm eating whatever I want, I'm not going to look at you and say, "Why you eating a salad?" Although I do that with my wife sometimes, I'm like, "Really, salad again?" Right? But it's just like because I want you to have what I have. But you know, anyway. So let him that uh, let him that eateth despise him. Let not him that eateth despise him that eateth not. And let him which uh, eateth not, and let not him which eateth not judge him that eateth, for God hath received him. Meaning, it doesn't matter which side of the spectrum you're on. Don't worry about it. Right. Uh, if a brother in Christ wants to be a vegetarian for his or her conscience' sake, that's their business. But on the same token, he's not allowed to judge those in the body that are more liberal uh, than, than they are when it comes to, you know, the things that we can and can't have. You need to understand something about this this chapter, right? Eating meat that was clearly forbidden as unclean in the Old Testament—that's like one possible symptom of an entire range of problems that came up in Rome. He's using this as an example, right? He's not spending all this time talking about whether you eat bacon or not uh, to to solve the issue of whether you eat bacon or not, right? There's a lot of different things going on between the really religious Jews and the uh, Gentiles who did whatever they wanted for so long, right? And there's a lot of different things. And without just calling out every single one of them, he's just using a few examples here, right? Today, the symptoms are a little different than they were then, right? Today, they manifest themselves as, you know, whether you go to R-rated movies or not. Right, because that defiles the next person's conscience, or uh, whether you buy groceries at a store that you know sells liquor, or you know whether ladies wear pants instead of a church or, or instead of a dress to church, or you know things like that. Whether we watch TV, whether we you know do the ball tournament thing on Sundays, or, or different things. Right, those are different things that some people will be like, you can't do that. Well, why? Where does it say in the Bible that I can't right play in a ball tournament on Sunday? Now, I will say. Right, if it's an every Sunday thing, then there might be an issue because there are some guidelines that say, you know, hey, we're supposed to assemble ourselves together, you know, different things. So we'll get there. But the point here is, right? The issues in today's church are different than they are then, right? And so the point is, we're supposed to take the example and apply it to what we've got going on uh, even now. So the rule. The same rule has to be observed today because God says the eater is okay. God says the listener is okay. God does does not uh, use this as a test of fellowship, right? It's not an issue of morality. Music and movies are not issues of morality. I mean... Most music. There's some stuff that's just like, I don't know where that came from, right? Why do those words come out of your mouth? But anyway, uh, everybody has a right to eat or not to eat, to spend or not to spend his money on whatever they want to. So the point here is give freedom to other Christians to be different than you and weaker than you, right? Give Christians freedom to be different and even weaker. That doesn't mean, you know, just, you know, but it's okay for somebody to not be where you're at in your walk with Christ. Right and and to not judge them because of it, you know. Well, I can't believe their kids did that. Well, guess what our kids did when they were that age, right? And we weren't that old in the Lord, you know. Too often there's things like that. Sam's giggling because he knows, right? we got Lincoln Logs and a crossbow at the neighbor's house. Talk with the left works on garage doors. Yeah, so they tell me this story. <laughs> we, we got them these crossbows way back when. I think my brother even got them for him because that's something my brother would do, right? And they're these crossbows, and they had these little darts, but instead they decided really quickly, these were pretty legit, like little pullback, they could take their Lincoln Logs and put them in there, and they would launch these things like they were making divots in the drywall in my garage in the house in Harrisonville. So then they decided they could take sidewalk chalk, and they could go in the driveway, and they could shoot it up in the air across the cul-de-sac and it would land on the neighbor's roof. And if they did it with chalk, then when it rained it would leave streaks okay. down there. Okay. Things that my boys like there's just man. I don't do well. With that. I mean it's safer than my boys that found an arrow, two arrows in our yard, and they found out that their toy bow would actually shoot that arrow yeah. across the yard. And I was like, this would be bad. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's okay for other Christians to be... You need to be okay with people being different than you and even sometimes weaker than you as long as you're willing to help them out. You know, And that doesn't mean make them like you, but to help them out along the way. Romans 14.4 uh, Who art thou that judge another man's servant? Right? So you're like, well, we don't have servants. Well, if you want... And I'm not... Uh, an advocate of like changing the words of the Bible, but if you want to make this more applicable, I don't even know how to say that word. Applicable, yeah. Uh, Just put like child where it says servant, right? Who I thought to judge another man's servant. To his own master he standeth their fault. Yea, he shall uh, be holding up. For God is able to make him stand, right? Sometimes we get a little judgy of how another person's kids act or another person's, you know, whatever. And so I also want to say, you know, as a parent, don't be like, yeah, I mean, kids can do whatever they want because you're going to be judged for the things that your kids do and you allow them to do. So, you know, but I am, you be careful how judgy we get sometimes, right? They're all little monsters, monsters, right? I was, and I think I'm going to finish it this fall, but I was teaching a child training class before the covid's got everybody right uh, and, and shut down the church but uh, i titled it how to Neg- or uh what what was it how to negotiate with a terrorist Terrorism. right that that was my child training like that, that was the title of the class right how to negotiate with a terrorist or uh Something like that, because yeah, that was something I used to tell my kids all the time when they would try to reason with me when they were younger. Like, why well, can't we? I'm like, we do not negotiate with terrorists in this house, right? That's not how we roll. And so it's just like a catchy title, right? This is how it's going to be, and that's just the way it is, right? So anyway, don't be, don't be judgy, right? Remember when you were growing up, and somebody, or better yeah, we all had kids in here. Most, most everybody in here has kids, right? And so you, you got your kids and. If another kid that's like the same age as them tries to tell them what to do, they're like, "I ain't hearing it from you. You are not my mom, right? I ain't, I ain't having it, right?" Not the boss of me. Yeah, whatever. Yeah, you're not the my my wife can give you all the. You're not, you know, whatever. You're not my boss, whatever. So, right? or you know, a girl's dating a guy and he he gets a little too, you know, pushy with, "Hey, I want you to do this," and she's like, "You don't own me, right?" That was weird. No, I. No, I'm trying to find where I was. I'm just trying to get you. So that, you know, that's just the what? Everybody else is feeling it. Oh no, like, you don't own me. No, no, it was there's there was no weird backstory there. I was just no. I was going through some examples and whatnot. No, you know, you're operating outside your legitimate authority. That's the whole point, right? Every Christian is a servant of who? of God more than anybody else, right? Every Christian is a servant of God. And God is the ultimate master. Your your pastor and those who are, are over you in authority, they may, give, they may give you direction regarding how you function in ministry. But what you do in the privacy of your own home, what you listen to in the privacy of your own car when nobody else is around, that's between you and your master. Some people are able to stand strong in the faith and still listen to rock and roll, right? Legislating those... Uh, areas from the pulpit always leads to carnality, right? Not spirituality. So legalism. Here's just something to know right off the top. Legalism will always breed carnality, right? The more somebody says you have to do this, the more it's going to. What's our sin nature? To do the opposite, right? It's just going to. Legalism is going to breed <coughs> carnality. The stronger brother has to answer to God about what he allows but he does not have to answer to you, right? It's fine for you to be as legalistic as you want as long as you're only legalistic for yourself. That's the whole point here. But an offense is created when we get in our little clusters, right, our little groups, and we start to criticize each other because of what that person does or that group of people do. Or, did you see what their kids were doing? Or, you know, did you see how she was talking to... And like, Man, why don't we get together and, like, minister to them instead of... But this is that's not what happens, right? This is what we need to be doing. We get in our little clusters and we criticize each other. One of the most difficult things in the world, one of the most difficult things in the world, is to teach people who've been raised in legalism that they can walk in liberty, right? Somebody who comes to this church that's come from a really legalistic church and they find out that, you know, man, they've been just like they've been in bondage, you know, and and it's okay for them to slowly work their way out of that. We don't have to be, you know, super pushy with it, right? Yeah. I lived there, I man. I'm impressed. My dudes kept telling me I was a sinner and I need to do all these things. And I'm like, there's no grace yeah. and no rejoicing. I know. It was awful. Yeah, so one of the most difficult things in the world is to teach people who've been raised in legalism that they can walk in liberty. And at the very least, not to judge people that are walking in liberty. So what is? So when I say legalism, we all kind of know what legalism is, but somebody tried to... What does that mean? Sam, what is legalism? Like when somebody... What is legalism? It's like street. No, that, that's it's it's hard to like put a definition to. Does anybody make anything want to add to that? Because that's exactly what I would probably say. But commandments of men. Commandments of men. No, it's not. What, it's not what the, like what, what the Catholics know. do. Making their own rules and stuff. And well, yeah, I mean that's what a lot of people do. But the strictest, the uh understanding of scripture, I would say, and then trying to hold everyone to that. Right. I study. I study a Christian. Yep. I think. Legalism is when you make your convictions other people's commandments. Mm-hmm. No, that's very true. Those are all very true. A really like the best definition I've ever read of this because I was like that just kind of like puts it into words what everybody was just saying, right? Um, legalism teaches you that you find acceptance before God by what you don't do, right? that, that is like the 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 best way for me to. Like put it into words, legalism tells you that you find acceptance from God by the things that you don't do, right? None, and none of those things, like you know, well, I don't wear pants, right? Or I don't uh, drink, or I don't listen to that, or I don't do that. So I must be hom- more holy than you are. I, I talked to Jody about this before, but that's like the way I'm seeing the way I because I, I see it as they always do. Well, oh, I don't do this, I don't do this, I don't do this. Mm-hmm. What do you do? Right. That's what's important is what you do do. You you had a witness to somebody at work, and they're like, "Yeah, I don't I'm not into the, I'm not into the Christianity thing. You know, you, you guys live by all these rules and whatnot." I'm like, "Man, I'm I'm freer than I've ever been. Do you want me to tell you what Christianity is really about?" Or you know, you, you may have had a bad experience with it at some point in your life, but I'm sorry, it was like that. But that's not how it is. You know, the things that I don't do, I choose not to do because you know it defiles me. You know, but it, that's what legalism is, right? The longer your don't do list is, the closer you feel to God. That's what legalism teaches you. The longer my list of things that I don't do is, the closer you feel to God. Some fundam- uh, fundamentalist churches control their people by legalism. They manipulate them, really. Paul says if you don't want to eat meat, fine, but don't criticize those who do. You're not their master, and the Lord is able to stand them up if if they fall. So, you know, he that's kind of that's kind of the first example, right, is diet. He uses that example, and so he's going to go on with some more examples. But we're not today because we're out of time. So uh, there's some more uh, examples he's going to use. Obviously, I did not get through verse 12 like I thought I might, but that's okay. So you know, these are there's a lot of things that can fall into what we're talking about, right? We we like to think, okay, you know, he's talking about things that we can or can't eat, but there's there's a lot of things in today's world, you know. I'm sure you could ask Pastor Brian, you could ask really any of the pastors here and uh, a lot of the counseling that happens at HBF if it's not marriage counseling um, is it comes out of this chapter because it's like what you're free to do and not free to do and why are we judging each other for it and things like that. there's a lot of what ifs, right? you know we we talk about a lot of different things. Um, you know, anything you could talk about uh, family planning and you know, some people are like, I just don't feel like it's godly to to do birth control, or to you know, to, to control that, and I'm like, that's that's totally an area of preference, right? And those are all of those things come back to this chapter, right? Anything like that. There are so many different, you know, whether you get the shot, whether I mean, you know, uh, for the vaccine, all the different things, right? And what Paul says is, hey, if you do it, do it under the Lord. If you don't do it, do it under the Lord. The whole point here is we have a lot of liberty, right? Don't use your liberty to trip up your brother. Don't use your liberty as a cloak of maliciousness, right? And so, and you'll be fine. You know, there's a lot bigger things to worry about out there than than to try to 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 rule people with these kinds of things. And so, there's a lot of stuff here, and I'm kind of trying to take my time going through it because um, this this will be good for your walk for a long time if you can really grasp this chapter. So, all right, let's pray um, and we'll, we'll roll. Father, I love you. Thank you for today. Thank you for your Word, Lord. Uh, again, I just thank you for are the mothers in our lives, Lord, we were all... Uh, brought into this world uh, by our mother. And uh, some of us, our earthly mothers are better than others, but uh, God, You still used them in our lives. And so uh, I pray that we would, as husbands and uh, as kids, we would just reverence our our wives and our mothers today uh, and just for everything that they do uh, for us uh, to make our life easier. So, uh, Lord, I do pray You just send us out this week as lights in a dark world that You get the honor and the glory from our lives and that we would just really be uh, living for You. So I just pray this all in Christ's name. Amen. June. June.